This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. You're listening to Radio Kidnappers, the voice of Hawke's Bay. This is a program called... Your Time to Shine. And it's our pleasure, as always, to have in the uh, studio the hostess with the mostess, <laughs> Celine Harlow. How are you going, Celine? We're doing really well. How are you doing? Well, good. What have you been up to? Being in the present moment, mostly. Being in the present moment. That's yes. a great segue into <laughs> what we're going to talk about, being in the present. Um, and when I saw uh, your notes, I thought, hmm, why would you want to talk about it? Aren't we in the present? Well, I've noticed with a lot of clients and a lot of people around me that we l- spend most of our time actually living in the or looking forward to the future mm-hmm. or regretting the past. So we, our mind is kind of this um, this swing, you know, forever going to the past and to the future. And we always spend that little bit of time in the present. So I thought we could do this topic today on being in the present moment and how to do it and what it's like and why it's worth it. How do you consciously be in the present? Well, you have to bring your mind consciously to the present moment. So the easiest way to do this is, what can you hear right now? What can you see right now? Who is around you? Who is talking to you? Mm-hmm. I had a, I remember the, I was a student um, a few years ago, and um, I had had a date with a friend, and uh, we know we, we wanted we were wanting to catch up with each other, and it was I was really looking forward to it, and we had found this new burger place in town. I was so excited. Yum. And so we got to the place, and as soon as we sat down, my f- my friend started to take her phone out of her bag, and she spent the rest of her evening on her phone, half present with me, half present with her phone. And on that night, I decided that first of all, my phone would be on silent when I'm in a friend, mm-hmm. with, with, when I'm with a friend, but also I would be more in a present moment, enjoying what's around me. That is an issue, isn't it? I mean, how rude is that? That's rude, really. I, I felt really offended. Yes, I bet Because you I had been building <laughs> this thing up for weeks and weeks and weeks, catching up with her. But it turns out that, you know, she didn't value that time as much as I was. And so for me, it's really important to be in the present moment and to really give my attention to whatever it is that I'm doing, whether it's the washing, being with a client, recording this, um, this session, this episode. You know, I give my 100% to whatever it is that I'm doing right now. Being in the present and mindfulness, are they one and the same thing? I think mindfulness is about being conscious of your emotions, your thoughts. Um, yeah, being more present with yourself. I think they're definitely related. I think being in the present moment is more about choosing in this moment to be completely present with whatever is there with you. Uh, what's wrong with um well, there probably isn't anything wrong Be- <laughs> being in the present and what's wrong with say looking back or looking forward should we stay in the present or should we be all- always be mindful of the past and of the future well, I think that the past is a part of you, right? And the future somehow is a part of you as well and the present is a part of you as well it's when your memories or your thoughts start to take. Okay, so your thoughts are just thoughts, right? Mm-hmm. But when you grab this memory and you start to think about it, and the more you think about it, the, the more awful it becomes, and then you connect it with another memory, ah, and then your brain starts to explode, literally, not figuratively. No. <laughs> That's when it becomes a problem. So by being in a present moment, you allow your thought to just become that, a thought, without any judgment or weight attached to it. It's just a thought. And same way you're worrying about the future, right? Why do you need to worry about the future? Honestly, it's very useless. So when you bring yourself back into the present, you can make better choices. You can be more present, more at peace. And all that energy that you're giving either to the past or to the future, you're bringing it back into your present. What sort of people think this way about being in the present? I mean, (laughs) 
Yeah. I do. <laughs> yeah, you, you do. Uh, is it people like yourself? I mean, I get up in the morning, boof, day started, boom, day ends. And a whole lot of stuff happens in between when I wake up and when I go back to bed. Um, I, I, I wouldn't really consciously think about what I'm doing, like, hey, I am doing this, you know. Uh, although I have been a little bit more mindful when I'm out walking. I think, wow, look at those trees or listen to those twoies. Or So what sort of person is thinking this way and should more people be thinking this way? Um, I think... If you're someone who wants to be happier in mm -hmm. one way or another, then that's definitely an easy and fun and effective option for you. I've actually been struggling with being in the present moment for mm. months and months and months. And I've been doing sessions after sessions after sessions on myself and I couldn't get the answer. I was feeling good right after the session for about 20 minutes, two days, and then I would go back to my worrying, very annoying self. So why and is so that? I mean, here you are, you're in the trade, you're telling us how to do it. Yet you were um, at a bit of a crossroads. Why, why is that? So why, why doesn't the physician cure herself? <laughs> well, I actually did a workshop a couple of weeks ago, and it was called the Happiness Program, and it's run by the Art of Living Foundation. And during the workshop, it's a very beautiful workshop during which you, you learn a 40-minute breathing technique called the Sudarshan Kriya. Mm -hmm. And by well we all know how the breath is connected to our emotions right so yes, indeed. when you're angry or stressed your breath will be very rapid or shallow when you're looking at the sunrise you will have a short inhale and a very long ah exhale yes. right and so we see that um, our emotions can influence our breath and in the same way uh, controlling our breath will control our emotions so during that workshop I really learned how to use the power of the breath to control my emotions and by really being incredibly present with just an inhale and then an exhale I can't tell you how much it freed me mm. and so it wasn't a matter of doing another session on myself it was just a matter of being more present within myself without worrying about anything and you know the present moment is incredible and when you're fully present within it Opportunities start to arise because you're completely open to the beauty and the abundance of the universe. It's funny that you should say that because prior to you coming here, I was doing a bit of research on being in the present. And the number one tip about being in the present is about your breath. Absolutely, yeah. So you can so the, so you can definitely use your breath to so slow down your breathing. If you know how to do ujjayi breathing, that's a, a yogic technique. Then do that. It's a kind of um, a loud breathing thing. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So you can just you know do, um, breathe in and breathe out slowly ten times whenever you feel that your mind is starting to have a life of its own, <laughs> if you can say it like that. Or in the morning, first thing when you wake up, and um, last thing when you're about to go to sleep as well. That really helps with you know having that transition from you know. Uh, I slept and now I'm ready to go about my day and I had an amazing day and I'm ready to go to sleep. And then the next thing is definitely to pay attention to your current environment. So what's around you? What can you hear? What can you see? You know, um, I actually went for a walk with the dogs the other day and it was, it was so beautiful around me. You know, spring is mm -hmm. here now. It was amazing. But I couldn't hear it because I was focused on that memory. That's something that happened 15 years ago that has no impact on my life whatsoever right now. And I realized by the end of the walk, as we were turning back to go back to the house, that the wind was moving through the, the leaves, through mm -hmm. the trees. And it's one of my favorite, most favorite sounds in the world. And I wasn't able to hear it because I was so focused on something that really, frankly, didn't matter. The last time, the last two times that we have spoken, um, you haven't been living in the present. 
I know you have Definitely been, not. <laughs> you have been thinking about the past. So have you now turned the corner? Are you on the road to better I feel things? like I have. I feel like this workshop was, it wasn't the first time that I, I did this work, that I did this workshop and I definitely thought I would learn nothing from it because I had already done it. But it was, it was so amazing. You know, I came to the workshop with all these expectations and I wanted a fresh start. I wanted to understand, to have the answer to my questions and I wanted to feel good. That was the basics of it. I wanted to feel good. Mm-hmm. And at the end, I was so, so peaceful, so centered within myself. And that's the beauty of being in the present moment when you're completely open and centered and it's it's this moment of grace of power of empowerment it's it's incredible i can't describe how beautiful it is but i wish that everybody could experience this it's one of the sort of slight drawbacks of coming to visit someone like yourself and you've done it yourself you've been to been on this course um or this seminar whatever you want to call it is that you come home and you're full of it, you know. You're, you're just you're just fizzing. You're living what you just did, and for the next week, two weeks, three weeks, maybe even longer than that, you you're always thinking about it, and you're always feeling that much better. But all of a sudden, real life gets in the way, and you end up back where you were, which is what it seems that you have been doing for the last couple of months. So, why is that? Well, being in the present moment, mindfulness, self-love, self-development, it's a practice. It's not about mm-hmm. getting it right sure. all the time. It's about taking that one step and then another and then another. You don't, you don't need to get it right all the time. I don't need to get it right all the time, although you know, I'm yeah. a life coach, so I should get should it right, all, right the time, all the time. But I, necess- I, don't, I don't do it, <laughs> to be honest. But I'm doing my best all day, every day. So that's what I would recommend to everybody who's on this beautiful journey of yeah. self-discovery. Just continue doing your best, and you're going to get it. You mentioned briefly that uh, you need to be uh, aware of what you're doing right now, and that was my number two top five tips. And coming in at number three was be a witness. Bear witness to what you're doing right now. So not only be aware of it, but uh, obviously do something about it. What Mm -hmm. would you do about it? Have you noticed that Ken is becoming a life coach now? <laughs> have you seen how he's been growing and evolving since we started this well, show? Well, the beauty of it is that <laughs> I, I have lived the university of life. You know, I have lived, lived many moons. That's right. <laughs> so what was your question? So um, being aware of what you're doing, bear witness to what you've done, and uh, I guess comment on what you're doing. Is that what you would do? Look and say, well, yeah, I've just done that. Do you need to then relive it in your head and think, was that right? Was it wrong? Move on or not? Not necessarily. Just be present with whatever it is. Um, I think it's so easy to be caught up in our in our mind and our thoughts, you know, because we are used to. Well, okay. So our mind is always looking for problems because it always wants to find solutions for you. So your mind is always going to look for problems. So you know, if there's a memory that you get triggered by. Um, you know, it's going to look for that memory and it's going to look for a solution. So we have to retrain our mind to not not really look for problems or solutions, to just really be in that space in that space of calm and then you can work on whatever it is that you're working on, if that makes sense. Yes, it does. Number four applies to you. Let the rest go. You look Acceptance. back, let, that's let it a go. Huge thing. Yeah. That's a huge thing for me and for a lot of people that I know, absolutely. And the one problem with that statement, of course, is it is so easy to say, let that be because you can't do anything about it. What happened, happened 15 years ago or Mm -hmm. 20 years ago or happened yesterday. Let it go. You can't change it. Such an easy statement. Well, do you want to know what I discovered? So acceptance is a huge, huge lesson that I've been trying to learn for years. And obviously I'm in my... I'm actually turning 27 next week. So anyway, I'm still very young and I want to change the world in any way. Um, so acceptance is not something that I'm really comfortable with. Mm-hmm. So um, Why is that? 
Well, I think when you're young, you can see things that you're that you want to change, right? It's just a, the way of the world, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, so what I discovered is that you know we have, you know, if I w- were to ask you who you who are you, you were going, you would probably start by saying, you know, um, I have this job, I have my family, I have my partner, um, you know, when I was a child, I did this and I experienced that, and this is what I did when I went to university, and this thing happened when I was 25 or whatever. And so we believe that who we are is our memories, our experience, or what we like in life, what mm. we, the kind of food that we like to eat or whatever. But it's not only that. So our memories and our thoughts and our emotions, they're a part of us, but not, they're just such a small part of us and they move through us. But as life moves through us, there is something that remains the same. And you no, know, I believe that's why my, my business is called My Dawning Light, right? It's this light within you that remains the same, that is forever unchanging. Who are you? I am this light within me that is, I don't know, pure and loving and graceful and, yeah, amazing. Mm. Yeah, and I feel this light very, very strongly within my heart. It depends for, for people, but it's incredible to notice, for you to discover who you truly are, you know, beyond your memories, beyond who you want to be, who you think you are, who you blah, 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 blah. There is something that within you that remains the same. And when you're connected to that part of you, everything changes. How do most people answer that question when they come to see you? You know, like say, it's my dawning light and wow, we see, <laughs> we, have a, we have an epiphany, I suppose. But what, what would most people say to you when you say to them as the uh, facilitator of a, of a meeting, you say, okay, um, Celine, who are you? What, what would, would most people say back to you? Would they go back to, well, I went to university? Or would they say, a bit like Popeye the Sailor Man, I am what I am, or I, I am who I am? But what, is the, <laughs> what, is the, what, is the, what is the usual answer to that question? Um, I think that we wear a lot of masks. You know, we, we think that we are who others want us to be. And so in order for us to discover who we truly are, you need to do a bit of digging, right? Mm -hmm. You need to find acceptance. You need to find self-love. You need to accept yourself just the way you are. And when you get to that point, you start to realize that, yes, you are light and you are love. And it's one of my favorite moments when I work with clients. I remember working with um, um, a man in his 30s and I I took him, I led him through the healing meditation, which is a... A guided meditation that guides you into a space of unconditional love. And it was so incredible. He started to cry. He started to cry. He had never felt the space of unconditional mm. love. He had never felt loved unconditionally. And it was, it was such a beautiful moment for me to help him to see that, you know, he was his struggles and he was his challenges and relationships and memories and whatever else. But it, it, it was such a small part of him. And, um, yeah, so. If you can, yeah, I, w- I wish that everybody could uh, find a dawning light within within themselves. So do beautiful. Do you find that it's an age thing? I mean, I, I find that as I get older, that not that I don't care, but um, you know, I just I just think, okay, well, you know, it's what it is, because I have the experience of a longish life, and I don't really worry too much about it, what people think about me anymore. You were saying that uh, mm. you know people are, tend to worry about, say, peer pressure. And I might suggest to you that maybe someone of your age, because you're a young person compared to me, very much a young person compared to me, so you might worry much more about what mm. your peers think about me than what I think about what my peers might think about. So, well, too bad. Take me as I am or, <laughs> or go somewhere else. Is that how it works? Well, I'm looking forward to getting to that stage. <laughs> Obviously, I'm in my late 20s now. I have no idea who I'm going to be when I'm in my 40s or whatever. 
But I know that I work a lot with women and men who are in their 20s or 30s and then who are in their 40s, 50s, and 60s. Mm-hmm. And it's – well, actually, actually <laughs> – anyway, either in the 20s or in their 40s. So it's it's this kind of different – these two different stages of life where you're like, okay, I'm young and this is who I want to be and I have all these dreams. And then when you're in your 40s, you actually – you know, start to, um, what's the word, you, um, you know, you're considering the choices that you've made so far and you think about the choices that you want to make for the rest of your life as well. So I think that there's always more to learn, more to discover about ourselves Mm. and how beautiful we are and how much more life we can embrace and how much joy we can accept in our lives. Um, But yeah, acceptance is a great, great virtue. I wish I had that. (laughs) I'm working on it. I wonder though, (laughs) do you worry about how you look? So because you're a young person you think okay I'm going out even just coming to this radio station here or you're going into town or you're going out to an occasion do you take extra special care with the way that you look in public so that people get a a good impression of you not like me I just throw my old track pants on and my old jumper and I go into town and I think (laughs) I I don't worry if someone says oh obviously I wear my good track pants but (laughs) but is that a problem that most people have that They've got to have this image when inside they you know, just want to be accepted for what they are or who they are. Is that a problem that you come across? I don't think it's a problem. It's just a matter of, you know, come as you are, be who you are. But do you do that? That's my point. Oh, I see. That's my point. Mm. Well, I'm wondering if it's actually, um, is it because of my age or is it because of my belief systems? You know, I was raised in France and um, we pay a lot of attention to how we look. Mm-hmm. You know, our, the but way Why? Why is well, I think the question? it's a part of our culture. Like, I would never, ever, ever go to the supermarkets in my PJs. Like, it's something that I see, every, you know, whenever I go to the supermarkets mm-hmm. here. God bless New Zealand. But, yeah, I would I would never be able to do this. But is it a limiting belief or is it just part of who I am? I'm not really looking to change that because I like dressing nicely. Are those nicely. people who go to the supermarket in their pajamas, are they much more relaxed about themselves than what you are? I have no idea. I have never what do you spoken think, to though? them. But the fact well, that someone might do this, I'm just going to go in pajamas. Who cares? They're obviously more relaxed about <laughs> their, their life. And you think, oh, I've got to get my makeup on and get down to the supermarket. Wh- who's more comfortable with themselves, do you think? I think it's a matter of who you want to be. It's, it's You know, we have such different, unique perspectives mm. of life and how we want to live life. And it's not for me to judge or for me to decide, oh, you should not wear your pajamas in the supermarket. That's not proper. Uh, you know, you do whatever you want. I know that I've made a choice not to wear my pajamas at the supermarket for some reason. <laughs> that's probably but not that's a very good example. A but uh, one, one, one might suggest that they're not fake people, whereas people who get really dolled up to go somewhere, could they be fake? Are they trying to give an impression that there's someone else? or What else well, comes into that equation? Between, between, you know, taking care of your appearance and, mm. you know, putting on makeup because you want to put on makeup and it, it makes you feel good about mm-hmm. yourself or hiding behind your makeup because you don't want the world to sure. see you. And I've spoken a lot in um, in your time to shine about you know my my story about acne, right? Yes, indeed. And so for so many years, I had to wear makeup in order to go out because I felt so awkward about all these pimples and all these scars that made me look like a pizza, right? A yeah. pepperoni pizza. And so when I finally got to the stage of having clear skin and feeling confident in my body again, it was a sign of freedom for me not to be able to wear makeup. Mm. But you know, it really depends from person to person. I think you know, it's not for me to judge. Do whatever you feel comfortable with. Just about out of time, can you believe it? Um, I'd like you to give our listeners the uh, your top three tips for being in the present. Okay, so um, tip number one: focus on your breath. 
If you find that you're very stressed or nervous, just focus on slowing down your breath with your eyes closed and take just 10 deep, slow breaths in and out. Um, tip number two, um, pay attention to... Uh, Pay attention to your environment. So what can you hear? What can you see? Who's behind? Who's next to you? Etc. So, you know, and you may just say, okay, I can hear the, the, the bird song. I can hear the trees. I can hear my husband I'm doing the dishes, dishes, whatever. And tip number three, let me think. The present moment is inevitable. The present moment is what it is. So how can you accept it? How can you move beyond struggling against it or fighting against it or criticizing it for what it is? Just accept it for what it is, and then you will, from that space you will find clarity. Celine, as always, our pleasure to talk with you. Before <laughs> we let you go, just remind our listeners we want to come and see you for some tips about being in the present or anything else, any of the other modalities that you work with. How do we do that? So the easiest way, as always, is to go to my website, mydawninglight.com. I have heaps of free resources for you. I obviously have, you know, all the Your Time to Shine, ah, all the Your all the Your Time to Shine episodes available. I have free meditations. I have free self-love trainings. And there's, um, yeah, so much for you to explore. So go to my website, mydawninglight.com. As always, my pleasure. You look after yourself. Talk to same time, same place next time. Talk soon. This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.